It's a sunny Tuesday morning. I'm at Main Beach in Santa Cruz. I'm watching the waves. To my left, four guys playing beach volleyball. To my right, the wharf. Ahead of me, a homeless camp. On this side of the roughly mile-long beach, there's about 15 tents. On the other end, by the San Lorenzo River mouth, there's about another dozen tents this morning. I volunteer, I play piano at Loudon Nelson. So then they'd feed me every day. Cooper D'Angelo has a red Coleman tent. You might mistake her tent for a regular beachgoers, but she's actually living there. She has two boogie boards out front. She also has a welcome mat next to a pair of hiking boots and an empty milk crate. D'Angelo has been living here with her partner for about three weeks. She's in her 50s. She's a former registered nurse. She became homeless a few years ago. She says she hurt her neck and couldn't work anymore. Her workers' comp got screwed up, she says. Where did you come from before you started staying here? Or where were you staying? Um, we were staying in a cave for a year and a half in a tent, way up West Cliff, um, close to natural bridges, but past lighthouse. And we stayed there for a year and a half. It was like a beautiful experience. I mean, people would pay money for that. It was really, really a, a blessing, a blessing, so. And why did you move? Well, actually, kind of our intuition, but we had somebody ambush us and throw bags of fish guts down, trying to get it down into our cave. And we just got a feeling it was unsafe then for, you know, there's no door and where you sleep and if people, you know. So, and God just moves us. It was like, boom, boom. And then you know, our friends handed us a tent and it was meant to be. The issue of camping on Main Beach came up on Tuesday night at the Santa Cruz City Council meeting. The council had to decide whether to continue to allow it. Main Beach, as you probably know, is a big tourist draw for Santa Cruz. You've got the beach boardwalk there, the volleyball courts, and the Dream Inn next to it at Cowles Beach. Residents use it every day too. On Tuesday, the Santa Cruz City Council created a curfew on Main Beach. Basically, no one will be allowed on the beach from midnight to an hour before sunrise. This curfew is going to last for six months. It's the same curfew that the city has on Cowles Beach already. On Tuesday, council members weighed the potential health and safety problems at the beach, like needles, trash, and human waste, with the practical question of where homeless campers are supposed to go now. I'm Kara Myberg-Guzman, and this is Santa Cruz Local. Stephen Baxter, you watched Tuesday night's meeting. What was your takeaway? Well, in general, the tone felt exasperated. The council members and the residents who spoke felt that this was really only a short-term solution, and the council members acknowledged that. It was a six-to-one vote with only one council member, Drew Glover, voting against the curfew. And we'll get to his rationale in a second. Here's what council member Sandy Brown had to say. We have failed. We have failed to have this body in all of its different iterations has failed to muster the political will to adequately address this problem. We are never going to solve this problem. We are here tonight to talk about setting another limit. And I appreciate that there are folks in the audience who have asked us to, to do that and be honest about that. 
So I, I am going to support the motion, but I'm going to do that with the full knowledge that we are not doing this because there is a public, I, I do not believe, I have not seen evidence that there is an existing um, public safety hazard. I understand that this, there is a potential for this to grow and this is about setting limits. One resident, Pat Malo, said that we should be looking toward long-term solutions. We should remind ourselves that either way this vote goes, it's not going to fix the issue. Um, at best, it's going to push you know, the issue to other places. And that seems like the cycle we've been in for my entire lifetime, really, here. Um, I agree with, you know, I grew up in the junior guard program. I was a junior guard instructor. I was a, you know, lifeguard and, you know, still use that beach on a regular basis. I agree that Maybe it should go somewhere else, but we need to locate that somewhere else on the double. And I've watched for the last six months, you know, conversations, really good ideas on all sides come up and we have been unable to do really anything because we're fighting about the problem instead of fighting to solve the problem. Another resident who also spoke was former council member Rochelle Noroyan. She said the council couldn't solve homelessness just in this one decision. When I was in high school, I would go down to the beach and at around 10 o'clock, and we weren't really doing anything but just hanging out, usually a police officer would come along and say, time to get out of here. Um, and, and so I don't think it's oppressive idea to um, have standards down on our beach. Uh, we need them because if you've seen, the local media has picked up on the story that we do have people camping at the beach. And thousands of people in our city and our county rely on the tourist industry to earn their income to be able to live here. And a lot of these folks are not our biggest income earners in the state, but they're working hard and they want to make a life in Santa Cruz. And by allowing camping on the beach, we're not being very respectful of that. Thank you, Mayor and Council Members. Dan Smart, Director at Dream In. Within my two minutes, I wanted to read a few comments just with some of my guests. When you pay to stay at a lovely hotel, you don't want to see homeless people having intercourse on the beach. It was quite disturbing, and especially if children were to witness this display. We will not be back next year. Overall guest comment card. Great stay overall. The second day, homeless were shooting up and camping on the beach right below us. They also peeped, pooped below our balcony. Been coming for years, however, may not return. In the end, Vice Mayor Justin Cummings initiated a vote to implement the curfew. We have a housing crisis in our community, but of all the places in our community where we could have people who are homeless dwelling and sleeping, I think, we can, I think many of us can agree that our main beach is not the most appropriate place for that to happen. Um, the city would have to provide a 72-hour notice to each camper. Then, the camper would be forced to leave. The police do not plan to write tickets for illegal camping. Here's why Councilmember Drew Glover was the sole vote against this. He said he was conflicted because if he voted no, people are going to say he's for trashing beaches. But if he voted yes, then he's not giving the homeless a place to go. Keep in mind that Councilmember Glover is under threat of recall along with Councilmember Chris Crone. So he may be concerned about backlash from either way he votes. Stepping back a little bit from the council meeting, residents and the city council seem to be resting their hopes on this committee called the Community Advisory Committee on Homelessness. It's a 13-person committee, and it's made up of people like former Mayor Don Lane and Downtown Streets team manager Brooke Newman and several others. 
Everyone's hoping that they come up with some more long-term solutions. The committee is supposed to reveal some of its policy recommendations by the end of the fall. The committee's work, in sum, is supposed to continue through the end of the year. Here's what else you need to know from Tuesday's afternoon city council session. They talked about two things. First, what to do with the budget situation at the De La Viega golf course. Number two, whether to open the Harvey West pool year round. First, let's talk about the city-owned golf course. Back in May, during budget hearings, the city council was trying to figure out how to cut its way out of a $3.2 million deficit. One of the things the council zeroed in on was the De La Viega golf course. For the past seven years, the city has lost money on the course, about $300,000 to $750,000 per year. Use of the golf course has generally declined, while spending on irrigation has generally increased. Mayor Martine Watkins, Vice Mayor Justin Cummings, and Councilmember Cynthia Matthews went with the staff recommendation. That was to try to increase revenue by raising the course fees and reducing the irrigation budget. The city also wanted to try to draw more out-of-town golfers and try ideas like adding batting cages or a mini golf course. On the other side were council members Chris Crone, Drew Glover, and Sandy Brown. They wanted the staff to devise a more aggressive two-year plan to have the golf course break even. In the end, the council didn't decide on a plan. Councilmember Donna Myers was absent. She was in Paris for work. So the council was deadlocked three to three. The council will have to decide on this in a future meeting. The second issue the council took up Tuesday afternoon was about the Harvey West pool. Since the beginning of this year, Mayor Martine Watkins and Councilmember Sandy Brown have floated the idea of keeping the Harvey West pool open year round. The pool now is only open from March to November. It would cost the city about $200,000 in upgrades to keep the pool open year round. The pool is a public service and it's not required to be a money maker. It gets money from entry fees, but it also costs money to operate and maintain. Annually, it runs at a loss of about $100,000. Year-round operations likely will mean the city loses more money. The Parks and Recreation staff say it will cost about $1.1 million a year to run the pool year-round, yet they expect to get back only about $400,000 in revenue, so that's a loss of more than $600,000. The city also considered contracting out the pool to the County of Santa Cruz, but that's projected to lose about $430,000. So the city council decided to form a committee of Mayor Watkins, Sandy Brown, and Donna Myers to study the finances of year-round operations. They're supposed to return to the council sometime early next year with a recommendation. Before we go, a few announcements. If you're on our email newsletter, you should be getting our weekly Agenda Watch emails. That's where we give you a list of noteworthy agenda items in upcoming local government meetings. If you haven't been getting them, check your spam folder. We've heard that some of you have been missing them. It comes in your inbox every weekend. If you're not on our email newsletter yet, 
the sign-ups on our website, santacruzlocal.org. Also, a message for our members. Please join Stephen and me for our launch party on Wednesday, September 18th. It's from 5.45 to 7 p.m. in downtown Santa Cruz. There was an invite in your email newsletter this morning. Stephen and I are really excited about our community of members. Your support helps us create fair and accurate local journalism in Santa Cruz County. We want to meet you and thank you personally. We also want to get a gauge on what issues matter to you. Thank you especially to our Defender and Guardian level members, Corey Myers, Elizabeth and David Doolin, Chris Necklison, and Patrick Riley. I'm Kara Myberg guzman Thanks for listening to Santa Cruz Local.